Amen. Today, as our series of preparing ourselves towards missions 2021, we would be speaking on the theme, compel them to come in. Compel them to come in. And I believe that this message will change our perspective about what God expects of us after we have come into his house, after we have come to become his children. I will take verse 15 to 24 of the uh, Bible reading for today, Luke chapter 14, 15 to 24. That will be the text under consideration. When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the one who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I have just bought a field and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five yoke of oxen and I'm on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. Still another said, I just got married, so I can't come. The servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant, go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Sir, the servant said, what you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Then the master told his servant, go out to the roads and country lanes and compel them to come in so that my house will be full. I tell you, not one of those who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. Amen. Please shall we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, everlasting Father, King of Kings, mighty God, Lord of Lords, in the name of Jesus, I commit this session of listening and, and perceiving your word unto thy care. I ask that your word will come in its power, in, in its force, with all its precious and, and, and hammering and fire ability to break and to burn, to relieve us of all misconceptions, and to clarify our thoughts and minds. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that our hearts will be well prepared to receive this word, that the word will germinate and bear fruit in thousands, tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands. I pray and make an order that any force, any contrary force in our midst, that will oppose your word will be pushed far away from our presence. In the name of Jesus, I pray for utterance that the word will come clearly, that your children will understand it as inspired. In Jesus' name, Amen. Last Wednesday, my son Knowledgeful brought an invitation from one of his friends. Birthday party, celebrate with us. Join the, the name of the friend with held for his 10th anniversary celebration. So, the invitation card came to us all right. My wife and myself discusses whether we will allow him to go or not. You know, there was no follow-up call from the parents. They didn't find out whether we will come or not. The RSVP there didn't call us, and we didn't call because we hadn't made a choice. Normally, after an invitation comes, especially if it's for a minor, the parents must be contacted by the, by the person who's inviting the minor. They didn't contact us, so we didn't feel compelled to go. And there's we had also decided that no parties until 
uh, God has exterminated coronavirus and it has been downgraded from being pandemic to endemic. Then we will think about parties. So we didn't let him go. We know that invitations are the means by which people ask, people are asked to attend programs, functions, exhibitions, receptions, conferences, and banquets. Normally, invitees usually reserve the right to honor a given invitation or turn it down. The decision to honor an invitation by an invitee is usually influenced by the persistence of the inviter. So when somebody invites you to do something, if the person keeps on calling, 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 please will you come? Please will you come? Please will you come? Please come for me. I've prepared for you. You will see that, that the persistence of the inviter will have some influence on your decision to honor or decline. In the same way, God has prepared a great gargantuan banquet that is in the oven. It will come very, 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 very soon. That banquet. That party is coming very soon. And that party is so huge that anybody who wants to attend, who will accept God's invitation to attend that party, will have a seat at the banquet. Hallelujah. It is unlike some other parties that when you go, they tell you the seats are full. This banquet God is throwing, any and every person who desires, who will accept God's invitation to come, will have a seat at the banquet. Hallelujah. And this banquet is going to be in the kingdom of God, where Jesus will be the table head. Hallelujah. So, having this in mind, we must know that every Christian, every Christian should compel people to accept God's invitation to this great banquet. Every Christian should compel people to accept God's great invitation to people to this great banquet that is yet to come. That banquet will happen very soon. And that is not the ordinary banquet we have seen. It is not the one at the state banquet, nor the one after the inauguration of the American president. This banquet is the banquet of banquets. Hallelujah. And God is expecting all his children to compel people far and near to come and partake in this banquet. You know, the background to what I just read, as we read from verse 1, is that Jesus had been invited by a Pharisee to a banquet or a dinner. And whilst there, Jesus heals a man suffering from dropsy, swollen. No, he was swollen. So, Jesus healed the man, even though it was a Sabbath day. Then, from there, Jesus thought about humility concerning where to sit when you are invited to a banquet. Then, after that teaching, Jesus thought about how we treat people. When you throw a party, he said, invite people who cannot invite you back. For when you do that, at that great banquet, God will repay you at the resurrection of the righteous. And one of the Jews who was, at the, uh, who, who was one of the guests at the party, on hearing the resurrection of the righteous, said, Lord, blessed is the man, blessed is that one who will partake in the banquet in the kingdom of God. So here, Jesus would have to correct a particular impression that this man has what? 
has expressed, has given. Because for the Jews, they believe that there is going to be a kingdom of God and the subjects and the occupants of that kingdom will be the Jews. No one else but the Jews. So when, when Jesus said that if you invite people who cannot invite you back during your party, during the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward you. The person said that, yes, Jesus has hit the, 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 the nail right on the head. We, the Jews, will be at that feast. And we are blessed to eat with Jesus in his kingdom. So Jesus would have to correct this impression with this parable. That the occupants of the kingdom of God will not only be the Jews. But in fact, the Jews have even rejected him. And that God is looking beyond the Jews to the far end of the world. So I would like us to take the element of this parable. The element of the parable. So that we will understand why God expects us to what? To compel people. Use the word that God used, Jesus used in this parable. It's a very strong word. Compel them to come in. And we would want to see or look at the parable and understand it well. So we, we see in the parable that a certain man, okay, the one who threw the party, that man, you know, a parable is a story told usually by teachers to teach some spiritual truth. And on this occasion, Jesus was teaching about the kingdom of God and which people the Lord has invited to be part of the banquet. And he says that the man who is throwing the party, according to this parable, is God. Then the great banquet is the kingdom. The kingdom. The kingdom of God that is coming very soon. That is a more lovely place than anywhere you want to travel to in the world. The servant, remember that when we read verse 15 or verse 16, Jesus replied, a certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant. You realize that it's a singular word, servant. So the servant here is Jesus Christ. The servant here is Jesus Christ. But remember that in John chapter 20 verse 21, again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am also sending you. So the key person God sent to go and invite the people to come in is who? Jesus Christ. Then he gave us the baton as well. This is after his, resur- his resurrection and he was leaving. He told his disciples, as the father sent me to come and invite the people into the kingdom, so do I send you. So now, in this, in this parable, the servant is Jesus, the index servant, and all the righteous people, the people Jesus has called. So you are the, that servant. You are that servant. I am that servant. Hallelujah. Then, the first invitees, the first people that the, the, the owner or the person, the, the, the houseman who is throwing the party, the first person or the group of people he invited, he sent invitation cards. Who are they? They are the Jews. They are the Jews. So in John chapter 1 verse 11, the Bible says that he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. So the the first people, Jesus was born a Jew, born in Israel because of the covenant God had with 
Abraham. He came to the children of covenant, but they rejected him. Look at the excuses they gave. Who will buy a land without going to inspect the land first before paying? Now this man says, I, excuse me, I can't come to the banquet because I just bought a land and I'm going to inspect it. Can you imagine? Flimsy excuse. When people get married and they want anything that is fun to go with their wives, this person said he has gotten married, so he can't go for the party. At least, even if it was football match or something, you say you, you are going to eat and enjoy. He said, no, I won't go. Look at the excuse. Then another person said he has bought oxen. Oxen. No one buys an oxen except you go and inspect whether the oxen is healthy, whether he, he's strong enough or it is strong enough to pull the plow. He said, I have bought the oxen. I'm now going to try them. Who will buy an oxen? Like you are buying a tractor, a mower, and you didn't try. You just bought it. And he said, I'm now going to try it. So they gave excuses that were not tenable. They just didn't want to honor the invitation. Right after Jesus' baptism, he went out and started preaching. He preached everywhere, but his own did not receive him. So the first invitees, the direct people Jesus had encountered with the Jews, they did, they did not, they did not attend. They did not wish to attend the banquet. So, who are the poor? Jesus said, the, the, the one who threw the party said, if they will not go to the town, look, listen to it well, go to the town, on the lanes, alleys, and the highways, and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Remember, we are still in the context of Jews. For the Jews, you know, he was in the house of a Pharisee. The Pharisees, if you are blind, or you are lame, or you are crippled, it means that you are a sinner. If you are a tax collector, you are a sinner. So the average Jew saw these people that the the owner of the party was inviting as people who should not be invited at anything righteous, anything God will do. They shouldn't come close. So Jesus said, those of you who think that you are righteous, if you are rejecting the invitation to come to the banquet, then I'm going to the people you think they are what? They are sinners. And Jesus was accused over and over again. He goes to Zacchaeus and says, look at him. He's dining with sinners. He, 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 he sees a, a leper and touches him. Say, look at him. He's associating with sinners. Look at what even the disciples, look at the mindset of the Jew. John chapter 9 verse 1 and 2. As he went along, John 9, 1 and 2. As he went along, he saw a man, a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents? That he was born blind. So as far as the Jew is concerned, if anybody is sick, either blind, lame, or, crip, uh, uh, or crippled, that person is a sinner. And Jesus said that the people that I need, the, the, the Lord of the, of, the, of the banquet needs, includes the unclean and the sinners. So, two categories of people in Israel. The Jews who think that they are righteous, the lame, the sick, the crippled, who said, who they said they are sinners. Jesus said, all of them, go and bring them. They are all invited to the banquet. Look at the operational word. Invited. Invited. The Lord is still inviting people to come 
and join the, the many people dead and alive who will enjoy at the banquet. Hallelujah. It didn't end there. When the servant came back, he said, Lord, I have brought the crippled, the lame, the blind. But there are still more room. There, is more, there are more seats. There are more seats. Then the Lord said that if there are more seats, then go to the country. You know when we say the country, it means the outskirts, the villages. Go to the villages and bring in everybody you will get. So in the parable, we see Israel, the elite, the downtrodden, and we see those in the village, which is the Gentiles. So, so Jesus was telling the Pharisee, uh, or the one who said to him, that blessed is the one who will enjoy in the banquet that it is not only the Jews, even the Jews, you are rejecting me. It is beyond you. The people you think they are sinners, they are also coming in. Remember Zacchaeus has come in. And the people far away from Israel, they are also coming in. So, three tier of people, Jews, sinners, Gentiles. Jesus says, all of them are possible candidates to the banquet. Hallelujah. All are possible candidates to the banquet. The banquet is not for anybody, any particular group or race or creed. It's for everybody. Now, when we look at Acts, Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you know the Bible says that, and you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses, both in Judea, in Samaria, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in, Ju- in, Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Uttermost part of the earth. So the Jews, the Gentiles, all of them are Jesus' what? Scope of bringing people into the banquet. Hallelujah. Now, why is it that it is only when the Lord asked the servant to go into the country that he said he should compel them? Why? Why did the Lord use the word compel only when he said, go to the country, go to the Gentiles? Why did that word, why did the Lord use the word compel there? Let's read that part again. Let's read verse, verse 21. The servant came back and reported to his master. Reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered the servant, go out quickly into the street and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind and the lame. Sir, the servant said, what you ordered has been done. But there is still room. 23. Then the master told the servant, go out to the roads and country, country lanes and compel them to come in. Now listen. The God of Israel was unknown to the other people. So if you came to Ghana, we had our gods that we served. If you went to Nigeria, they had their shrines that they, they could told to, Right? So Jesus said, when you go to the countryside, it is not going to be business as usual. You would have to compel. You would have to use force before you can get them to come to the banquet. The Israelites know God. So he said, tell them, God is calling you. The other people had their own gods. So it will be a struggle to bring them in. Now, I want you to follow me very carefully. Now, you see that we 
the, the African, the Asian, the Americas, who were far away from the Middle East, they had their own way of living. They were living their own lives. So when you go and tell them, a certain God is going to, is going to throw a big party. Come and enjoy. They will tell you, we don't know that God. So he said, it will take a compelling action, compelling mindset, compelling heart, compelling attitude to be able to bring them to enjoy the, the party. But you see, God knows that the party is good for everybody. Do you know sometimes there are things that are good for you, but you yourself, you don't know. It takes somebody who is above you to see that this one will help you. Choose this. So God, who created human beings, knows that the banquet is the destination for all humanity. Whether the human beings know it or not. So he's telling his servant, go there, push them, tell them that there is coming, there, there is a, a great banquet ahead of us. I want every human being to be part. When they say they won't come, say it again, say it again, say it again, until they are compelled to come. Sometimes we preach to one person and the person even insults us and we are discouraged. Me, I won't preach again. Nobody will receive your preaching easily like that. You are lucky and blessed when you just pick one, two, three and the person accepts. All of us, we are hot. Gentiles that are privileged. But for your father, your forefather, your uncle, you will not be here. So when you have this privilege to be a partaker of the banquet, do all that you can to cause other people also to come in. Hallelujah. So God says, compel, 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 compel them to come in. To compel is to force or oblige someone to do something or to force someone to come or go a particular direction. Or to bring something by the use of force or pressure. You see, sometimes, for you to get someone to do something for you, what do we normally say? I said, I had to apply pressure before they gave it to me. That is the attitude. That is the attitude God wants his servant to have. To have what? To put pressure, pressure, intense pressure to get people to come to the banquet. Church, this is our missions year. And we are believing God that people that are far away from God will be brought by pressure, by compelling force from GYC members so that they will also come and enjoy the banquet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My brothers and sisters, you are privileged to be a Christian, even though you are a Gentile. But for the compelling action of some missionaries who came to Africa, who came to Ghana, some of them, they came and died. And because they had a compelling heart to draw people from Africa to be part of the great banquet that is coming. But for these missionaries, where will you be? Where will your father have been? Where will your grandparents have been? It is your time. It is my time. It is our time too. To do our bit in bringing people to join this banquet. Remember that it is either you are part of the banquet or you are outside the banquet, which is and what? Gnashing of teeth. 
Will you want your friend that you always talk, chat on the Facebook or Instagram? Your friend who will always give you, give you a, a thumbs up when he reads your status or she reads your status. Will you want him to, or her to be in the, uh, to be an outcast? Won't you want the people to be part of the great banquet that is going to be forever? That classmate, that colleague of yours that you play football with, that's your dormitory mate. That cubicle mate you have. Do, will you want them to be outcast? Or you want them to be part of this banquet? That hostel mate of yours. That hall mate of yours. That colleague of yours at work. Will you want them to accept Jesus? The invitation card to this banquet is Jesus Christ. The invitation card to this banquet is Jesus Christ. So all that Missions 2021 is about is that we are going to issue out invitation cards to people that receive Jesus Christ, accept him as your Lord. And we are going to do that with a heart of what? With a compelling heart. With a mindset that we have to exert pressure, pressure, pressure until the people receive the card. Sometimes you'll be, you'll be walking around and somebody will, uh, will, uh, uh, will hand out something to you. Sometimes adverts. Sometimes a flyer of a company. You know, sometimes you don't want to collect, but the way the person who is saying, oh, please take one for us, oh, please, then you collect. God says, when it comes to this terrain, the gentle terrain, we can't get people to the banquet except by what? Pressure. Except by what? Force. Except by what? Compelling attitude. Hallelujah. Missions 2021 is three weeks away. I want you to register. Register. Maybe you are not able to have confidence to leave the house alone, to go and compare people to come to the kingdom. This one, we are, we are coming together. We are coming together to move out. Anybody we meet, we want to give the invitation card. If we meet you and you even have one, we will give you another one. Register. Register. If you are here to register, register. If you have to seek permission from your father or mother, tell them that on the, on the uh, 5th to 11th, daddy, I am going to do missions of July. I'm going to do missions. Register. Register. And the Lord will bless you. Hallelujah. There is going to, we are going to ha- do a lot of prayer and fasting. When they announce it, partake in it. If you haven't fasted before, for this one alone, fast some. Because the force we use is not gun force. It's prayer force. It's prayer force and preaching force. Say it after me. Prayer and preaching force. Prayer and preaching force. We have to snatch these people back. Snatch your friends by force. Snatch your colleagues by Compel them to come in. Take part in this mission, my brother. Take part. God will be proud of you. Jesus is gone. He has given us the mandate to compel people to come, to invite people to come to the party. Let them come. Join in and you will be blessed. What have I said so far? I have discussed with you the reasons why you must compel people to accept Jesus Christ in order to partake the impending great bank. The reasons are that God is sending you. God is sending you, so you must go. And that there are more seats to be occupied at the banquet. So God is depending on you to, to fill the banquet hall. Hallelujah. Now I want you to pick your, your book, your notebook. If you have your compass with you, pick it right now and write. What, after this word you have heard, what will you stop doing? 
What will you stop doing? Write it down. Write it down. And what will you start doing? What will you start doing? Write it down. And what will you continue doing? I believe that many of us will write that we will join the missions 2021 to compare people to come. Write it. Join. Join. Hallelujah. I want you to bow down your head. We are praying two prayers. We are praying for the heart that compels. The heart. A heart of someone who gives pressure. We are praying for that heart. Pressure, prayer, and preaching. Pressure generated by prayer and preaching to bring in people to enjoy the banquet. So we are praying for that heart. The heart that compels people to come into the kingdom. And we are praying for the desire to take part in 2021 missions. And we are praying for all those who are not saved. So three prayers. We are praying for the heart that compels. We are praying for a desire to partake in missions 2021. And you are praying for all the unsaved in Sakumono and its environs. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Oh, Father, I want to hear you pray. 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 Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God to give you that heart. That heart that, that desires to, to bring people. That brings, that, that snatches people. Into the, into the banquet. Ah, that heart, that is not selfish. That does not want to enjoy the, the banquet alone. God is sending you out. Pray that, oh God, let my heart catch that vision of sending. May I, may I align with your sending. Ask the Lord that your desire to partake in missions will be stirred up and that all the unsaved in Sakumono, the power of God will reach out to them. When we preach, they will hear and accept the invitation to enjoy the banquet that is coming on. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice and pray. Mashadababo shabadabahata. Limbri do shebelelelebebaba shahaya. Likambedebebo shabadabahata. Liswandebebebe kapasa. Libro shebedebe radadadadaba kepeke swande. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, granda that heart, that heart that anybody we meet, we want to hand over the invitation of Christ to. That heart. That will let us persist, persist, persist until the one we are preaching to gives in and give him his life or her life to Jesus. Oh, the heart, the heart that compels, the heart that gives pressure. Let that heart, let that heart be granted us, oh God, with regards, oh God, with regards in the name of Jesus to, to draw in many people to enjoy at the banquet. We pray, oh King of glory, that you stir up the desire of your church to partake in these missions. Oh, stir us up, oh God. To take part in these missions. Oh God, let any, anybody who has not even given a thought, let the Spirit of God stir our spirit up, bring us to a place of desire to push and to snatch people onto Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we pray for all the unsaved in Sakumono. It is my prayer that, oh God, they will have a fertile heart that as we go out in our numbers and sow the seed and dish out the various invitations, all that we have, the invitation of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that, O oh Lord, their hearts will be prepared to receive it. Oh God, touch the unsaved. Save them. Break that, 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 that bondage that they find themselves in. And may they be free in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the administration that you've given to your 
today. I pray that let this word work your great works in our heart. Do your mighty act in our heart. May we become obedient servants to invite people to come and join the banquet. Amen.